This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. Welcome back to Brojo Online. And today we're going to talk about the strange phenomenon of suddenly losing motivation for something. Now I've noticed this happen. This seems to affect almost anyone who is actively working on developing themselves. So there you are, you're, you're bravely facing your fears, you're pushing the boundaries of comfort, maybe you're moving forward in your career, or you're conquering your social anxiety, or you're changing your health through exercise and nutrition, like everything's on track. Then suddenly, seemingly out of nowhere, you just suddenly stop caring. Performance drops off, results falter, you start you know, finding yourself procrastinating, you're lost, you're confused. And you ask yourself, like, where did all that motivation go? Why did something that mattered to you so much suddenly become unimportant or even distasteful? Why can't you figure out why you no longer give a shit about changing? You know, how did you go from caring a lot about this thing to suddenly not caring? For myself, I noticed this most distinctly when I was learning how to meet strangers. It would occur in waves. You know, for weeks or even months, I'd be regularly pushing through anxiety to approach strangers and start conversations. Then, without warning, I would just stop wanting to do it. This would lead to long periods of inactivity, lack of growth, kind of developing some rust and just losing momentum. This made no sense to me on a rational level. Like, on one hand, I had this story in my mind saying... Well, you've proven you're not afraid of this now, so there's really no point in doing it anymore. While on the other hand, I still had a strong, deep-seated desire to connect with people and date interesting women and build a healthy social circle, so it didn't make sense to stop doing it. So my behavior did not match my values or my goals, but for the life of me, I just couldn't be fucked doing it anymore. There didn't seem to be any sensible reason for the sudden drop in passion and intensity. Yet I couldn't convince myself to get back on the horse and just keep going. It just, it seemed so pointless all of a sudden. Since that experience, I've I've had a realization. Recently, it all became clear when I read Mark Manson's book, Models. Now I see this thing happening everywhere, and the pattern is really simple. Starts with inspiration and courageous commitment to change. And that's followed by a strong burst of action and life-changing behavioral modifications, often with pleasurable results as well as painful learning experiences. Then it happens. There's a sudden dip in action. People become too busy or tired or distracted. The motivation disappears. The discipline disappears. And despite the core desire for a new life remaining quite strong, the day-to-day motivation to breach the comfort zone is just gone. Now, sometimes this takes the form of a complete relapse into needy behavior. Like someone working on their career suddenly finds themselves stuck in a boring job again. Um, Somebody working on their social skills finds like an okay partner and just drops all form of socializing to spend every spare minute with this comfortable person. Or somebody stops going to the gym and starts eating fast food again and has that sort of fluctuating diet going. Does this resonate with you personally? I believe what's happened here is you've been tricked by your fears and insecurities. They've played their final trump card, like their best trick, in a last desperate attempt. You see, 
Fear's most devastating weapon is saved for the end, when the battle seems to be over. You previously thought nothing could hold you back more than terror or anxiety, but you're wrong, there's a far more powerful trick waiting for you. The weapon is brutal in its deviousness and simplicity. Fear's weapon is apathy. So fear sneaks into your brain's control room when you're otherwise occupied and just pulls the plug on motivation and emotional commitment. It does this with no obvious fear sensations occurring, so you have no idea that fear is even involved. You don't feel scared, you just don't feel anything. And there's a build-up to this. Fear notices that you are regularly putting yourself into emotionally uncomfortable situations, and your fear's not happy about this. Fear watches your efforts with growing resentment, day after day, sort of shaking its head and saying, Are you fucking kidding me? Another day of this shit? He must be mental. This is so uncomfortable. This better just be a phase, I swear. And after a while, I think your fear just kind of gets fed up with you. It looks at your constant painful growth and discomfort and says, Right, fine. You want to play? Let's do it, bitch. Let's play a game. And the setup for this apathy trick takes the form of what actually seems to be a reward, and that is recognition. So fear starts kind of whispering in your ear about how brave you are and how consistent you've been and how much success you're having and what a good boy or what a good girl you are. You know, and then starts saying things, well, like, you know, if anyone deserves a rest, it's you. You know, you've earned it. You've earned a week off. You've earned an afternoon's break. You know, what's the harm? You're obviously on top of this thing now. Let's have a break and we can crack into it again in, uh, you know, the near future. That's what we'll do, I promise. You know, well done, champ. You can put down that salad and have a piece of cake and you can stay home instead of socialising today and, you know, maybe you can watch Netflix instead of working on that new business. You know, you've earned a break because you're such a good person. And this is all a lie because the simple truth is you're still afraid. It's not that you don't care anymore, it's that you're worn out by the constant absence of comfort and familiarity. Your fear isn't really your enemy here, I might sound like it is, but it's actually it's trying to help you. See, fear can't communicate with direct honesty because fear only operates in a fictional space. Fear is future-based, it's a prediction, a simulation, it's never real. It has no choice but to use fictional deception to influence you. It speaks to you in metaphor rather than directly, especially when you refuse to acknowledge it. So I found that fear only uses the weapon of apathy when I'm ignoring it, when I when, when it's left out of the conversation. You know, we are raised to have so much shame and disgust attached to the concept of fear. And because of this, we try to destroy or at least ignore our fears. Even some of the most helpful self-development resources regularly talk about fear as a bad, evil thing. I know I used to do this myself. So when fear feels like it's left out of the decision-making process, it throws a tantrum, like a child not chosen for the baseball game. In a more practical sense, the the protective scripts and circuits in your brain notice that you're clearly ignoring all the risks and the warnings that fear has been sending to you So it goes into like an emergency override. It assumes something's wrong with you and it needs to step in. And the way it does that is just switching off your desire, your motivation, and not turning it back on until you acknowledge 
the risks that fear is trying to put you onto. Ultimately, acknowledging fear was what resolved this recurring issue for me. I rebuilt my relationship with fear. And it was awkward at first, like, it was like meeting up with an ex when you ended on bad terms. I had to get to know my fear, listen to it, give it room to speak, and most of all I had to respect what it was saying, respect its suggestions and ideas. I learned quite early on in this healing process that fear didn't actually want to stop me from growing exactly. It just wanted me to take better care of myself during this growth. You know, I was going out and meeting like five new people on every lunch break. This left no time for rest or real reflection, for healing. I was, it was also misguided, like once I conquered my fear of talking to strangers, I should have changed tack and started working on building deeper connections and creating an interesting social life, not just cold talking to random people walking around a shopping mall. Fear was trying to help me see this, like that it was time to move on. It was also trying to help me see that I was attached to outcomes. I wasn't doing it for the process, I was doing it for the results. Fear was trying to warn me that that's like an unhealthy reason to be doing things. So I started like quite literally having conversations with my fear. When fear symptoms came up, such as anxiety or hesitation and apathy, when I suddenly stopped caring about something, I'd stop and check in with myself, like, fear, what are you trying to tell me? What do I need to know? Like, what am I doing wrong? How should I approach this challenge that I'm trying to do differently and safely? And the answers would sort of come to me from inside my head, like a schizophrenic kind of thing. Fear would tell me to slow down, to measure my results, to rest, to recuperate, to check in and see what the fuck's going on here and make sure I'm doing it for the right reasons. It never actually said don't do it at all. It just questioned like why I'm doing it and why I never felt like I'd done enough and why I was so exhausted. So next time you notice that you've suddenly lost motivation, discipline, you suddenly become apathetic, note that this doesn't mean you should give up. You know, you originally wanted this change for a very powerful reason. Just acknowledge that fear is feeling left out of the conversation. It's needy for your attention. It's worried because you're not caring for yourself through this constant growth pain. So sit down with a pen and paper and ask your fear what it's trying to tell you. Give it a go. See how it goes for you. If you've got any questions and you want some support with this, email me dan at brojo.co.nz. And I'll see you all for the next one. Cheers.